1: Welcome beautiful spirits. How are things going for you these days? Are you more anxious, worried, fearful, or just stressed out than you were before COVID hit and all the rest of the stuff has been happening in the world? If you are, kindness may not even be on your radar, or at least not on the top 10 of the things you need to do or be. Sure, kindness is about being nice to people, but it also impacts our anxiety, our worry, and our stress level. Did you know that if you're kinder to people, you will benefit? You may think that it costs your time and your attention and maybe even your money to be kind to people, and that could be. But if it makes not just the world a better place, but our world a better place, isn't it worth thinking about in a little more detail? Kindness can require a high degree of effort, or a minimal degree. It can be planned or spontaneous, and it can be for someone you know or a total stranger, a random act. Lots of opportunities for kindness in the world. So today we're going to look at a number of things. Kindness and how it is as an attitude. The many benefits for choosing kindness. How you can show kindness towards others. And I'll give you 30 different acts of kindness you can do, some random and some planned. And lastly, we'll talk about self-kindness, which is so often overlooked. And I'll give you some examples of how you can be nicer to yourself. Let's start with kindness as an attitude. In general, look at your emotions and your moods. Certain attitudes lend themselves to kindness. Being respectful of others, for example, it lends itself to being kinder. An attitude of gratitude about who you are, what you have, and the things and people around you, it lends themselves to being kind to others. Feeling empathy for others also lends itself to being kind. Feeling peace, love, joy, all of those lend themselves to having a kinder attitude. And if you feel the heavy emotions of greed, anger, hate, or even annoyance and frustration, kindness may not even occur to you because it's not really on the same vibrational bandwidth. Let me ask you, when you get annoyed or frustrated or angry, is it directed at you or at someone else? Do you blame other people? Because if you do, kindness is not probably going to even occur to you. When you're dealing with others, how do you respond to them? So many times we snap at someone, say or think a nasty thing or or give them a dirty look. I know I roll my eyes sometimes. What does that get us? Is it helping us? We may find ourselves caught up in a negative situation that could turn into a full-fledged confrontation. At the very least, our day may feel that it had a downward turn or that we just aren't enjoying it anymore. What is your go-to reaction? For example, with traffic. With traffic, do you feel anger when you're driving, if there's just so much traffic, or do you feel frustration at the delay that you're going to be late, or maybe annoyance with bad drivers? And do you blame them, or do you just blame the situation, or do you not even think about blame, it's just as annoying? All of those feelings impact us. And while I believe the energetic signature would immediately be sent to the other driver, not everyone believes that. But let me give you a quick example of why I believe that your thoughts can impact other people. Because normally you would think you're in traffic and you don't see them, or you see them, they may not see you, and you're just throwing their daggers at them and only you're going to be impacted by it. But one time, eh, quite a few years ago, I was in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I was taking BART, which is our rapid transit system for public transportation. I could hear, because I was on my way to work, the train approaching. And I knew with all the people in front of me, and the one lady in front of me was just bumbling around in her purse trying to get her ticket out, and she was moving along with the stuff. But just as she got to the turnstile, she almost stopped and was like, well, where is this thing? And my brain went, move! Move! really loudly in my head. I did not say a word outside, but my whole brain was like yelled at her and I went, whoa, because I was so frustrated. And immediately she stopped and she stepped to the right and I went right by and I thought, oh, that was weird. It's like she heard me and I didn't say a word out loud. I kept going. and I ran up the escalator. I made the train, but I thought about it later and I thought, wow, I apologize to you, lady, because you obviously heard me yelling at you in my head to move. So I really do think that when we have feelings about someone, even if they can't see us, that energetic feeling passes through the universe. It's like thoughts transfer out to the universe and people feel them in some way, shape, or form. So the attitude and emotions you're feeling can make a huge difference on whether you even want to be kind, either to yourself or to other people. But let's look at the benefits of kindness and if it's worth your time and trouble, because maybe you don't want to bother and you're listening to say, prove it to me, why do I need to be kind and how is this going to impact my world? Well, first, if you do something kind for somebody, you're going to feel better about yourself just because you took that moment to be kind. And if someone thanks you, you'll kind of go, oh, yeah, I did a nice thing. Even if they didn't, you'll go, wow, I did a nice thing. I didn't have to do that. That was really cool. I like doing that. Your day may feel lighter and you might even be happier because you did something like that. If you generally find yourself caught in a downward spiral of darkness and negative emotions you can actually reverse that and pull yourself out of the spiral by taking that moment to step outside of yourself and be kind to someone else. Your relationships will definitely get stronger because people will feel appreciated and loved more by you. And you'll feel like you're in a better place. The people around you will also be connected for that reason more to you. Being kind gives us more empathy for other people so that we can see what it feels like to be in their shoes. We'll understand it more if we're being kind and having that empathy. And kindness, well, let's face it, it's contagious. If you see other people being kind, you feel good and you'll go, wow, that was really nice. And then maybe you'll be kind. It's contagious. As you lift up others, they in turn will lift others up, which honestly makes the planet a better place to be in. I know I like living there more. And according to QuietRev.com, that's QuietRev.com, here are six science-backed ways to improve your health through kindness. It says kindness releases feel-good hormones. It eases anxiety. It's good for your heart. Kindness can help you live longer and slow the aging process, like that one. Kindness reduces stress, and kindness also prevents illness. Some pretty good reasons to try kindness if all you want to know is why it benefits me. It's almost worth doing it just for that, right? Now, when we look at how we can be kind towards others, kindness involves giving. It involves helping and or caring. And that translates into giving of our money, our time, and or our emotions, depending on what we're giving and how the kindness is translated. So it doesn't have to cost you money if you don't have it. You can be kind without having anything to do with money. Although money can be involved depending on what you're looking to do. You may not notice at first when you have the opportunity to be nicer to help someone. But if you want to be kinder, the universe will provide plenty of opportunities. You just have to pay attention. So if you see someone floundering with something and you go, oh, I could help them, in the past, maybe your brain would have been so caught up in whatever you were doing, you wouldn't have been paying attention. But now you're aware and you can go say, wait, stop. This will take like five seconds. Let me go help that person. Let me say something to somebody who looks like they're crying. Are you okay? Can I help you in some way? Do you need to talk? Maybe you take some time for that. This title of this episode, Try a Little Kindness, it came to me when I started randomly singing an old Glenn Campbell song of the same name. It says basically if you try a little kindness and shine your light for everyone to see, that you'll overlook the blindness of narrow minded people. And that is what you really are trying to do. Because the people that are narrow minded just means they only see that narrow lane they're in, that little street that they're walking down. They don't see all the other people on there that might need their help. That kindness that maybe all you need to do is shine your light and be a kind person. And all of a sudden, the world will seem like a brighter place. I've run into people that all they do is shine their light. They just seem to pack sunshine in their being. And by just shining that light on others, people feel better. Now, granted, those people seem to be few and far between, but man, did they just make you feel so good about yourself because you're in their presence and you're like, wow, oh, this feels good. And you see them helping others just by being there and maybe talking to someone. It feels really good. But there are so many ways you can be kind to other people. First, just think of how you would like to be treated. And then that might tell you what to do or what to say to someone who you think might need some of kindness from you. Maybe you only need to say a kind word, depending on what's happening. Maybe you might want to lend a hand where it might be needed. Or maybe you want to plan something as a kindness to someone. Do something like a surprise party or something. The lend a hand can be as easy as seeing someone trying to lift something heavy, and you know you can do it, or juggling numerous items, and you just need a little help because they don't have enough hands to carry things, especially if they have a baby on their arm or, or something else and they have just too many things they're trying to deal with. I have a few examples of what happened to me on people being kind. They were simple, but they were so of long standing that I remembered it to today. Now, I'm not a huge woman. I actually had another woman come up to me when I was trying to lift a very heavy case of soda pot for my sister off the bottom of my cart into the trunk of my car. Now, trying to lift it up, I thought, well, I was trying to get my sister to understand because she has a little memory issue. And I was trying to have her help me to get it, but she wasn't quite getting it. And the lady walked over and she said, hey, let me get that for you. And I was like, oh, great. And I thought she was going to grab one end while I grabbed the other. And she literally, she wasn't that much bigger than me. She picked it up. She threw it on her shoulder and slung it into the trunk, and like I said, she was probably my age or maybe even older. But she obviously knew that she could do it and didn't hesitate to step in, and she just went off on her way to go into the store that I just come out of. I even had someone that I didn't know who offered to lend me two tables for a garage sale. I took her up on her offer, and it was a tremendous help. and And afterward, I just brought the tables back, and I had never asked, but it was offered freely. And that was a tremendous help. And I had another gentleman offer me an extra table he just happened to have with him when I forgot to bring a table to a craft fair I was selling at. And normally I had some craft fairs that didn't require tables and some that did. So I would mark it on my list which ones I needed to bring tables to. And for some reason I didn't check and I just threw everything in the car and did not include a table that day. And it was a long time for me to get home. It was like an hour to go back and forth. And as soon as it popped out of my mouth, The man offered it to me. I had barely said, oh, no, I forgot my table. And he goes, oh, I have one. And it turned out to be the exact type of table, the same size, the same shape, and from the same location. Because if you know Costco, you know they sell tables. It was a foldable six-foot table, precisely like mine. I had everything I needed, including the tablecloth, but I just didn't have the table. And he brought it and let me borrow it. And then he took it away when he was putting all his stuff away. These people, I will never forget the kindness that they had. They were so helpful and so kind. And I didn't even ask any of these people for their help. And there are many other instances that maybe you can think of in your life where people just show up randomly and they're there and they help you or offer something. Sometimes we're faced with people who say or do something expecting us to react a certain way, maybe even expecting a confrontation or maybe even wanting one. But instead of responding in anger or fear or annoyance or however you normally would, which would feed right into them, try changing it up. People don't expect it, and it can shift their world. I remember one time what showed me that this works so well. As I was working at a law firm, and there were three different law firms sharing space in one small area. And so the staff was, I think there was three or four of us. And I was on the other side of that little T-shape, and I had filing cabinets between me and the other person. So I could never see when they were there, and our agreement was when I wasn't at my desk, she would answer my phone. There was no other agreement that I would answer hers, and it hadn't even occurred to me there was an issue because there was two of them, and I thought, well, you know, they'll just get their own phone. didn't even think about it. One day she came up and she said, look, and she started complaining about the fact that every time that... I needed her to answer the phone she did but every time she was far away from her desk I didn't answer for her and I thought about it for a second instead of snapping back or saying well it wasn't the agreement between our bosses I just said that sounds really fair but I can't tell when you're over there so maybe you can just tell me when you go over to the at the time word processor it was a while ago that it was away from her desk and she couldn't get to the phones from there and she went oh oh, uh, okay? <laughs> because she didn't expect me to agree with her, but she was being fair, and she put forth her understanding of what was happening and something she needed me to shift on. And so because I reacted in a different way than what she expected, she totally blew up her response to me, and she just was kind of all over the map trying to figure out how to respond. And she just went, oh, um uh, well, good. I said, if you can just tell me when you're away from your desk, and let me know because I can't always see because the filing cabinets were in my way, and she said, yeah, okay. (laughs) And after that, we seemed to get along just fine. But she was holding that grudge because that was what she was seeing in her world. So if you can react with kindness or with understanding, a lot of times it shifts everything. You can basically change your whole world by being nicer and kinder to people around you. You'll be easier to get along with because some of your sharp edges may start smoothing out a bit. And so others will start seeing a gentler, kinder side of you. I wanted to give you some acts of kindness that you can do just to give you some ideas to get you started. There are different things you can try to start being kinder. And some of them are random and some of them are planned out. Some offer just word, no cost, just a moment of your time. And others could take quite a bit of time and planning and money. So let me just throw some ideas out there for you. Maybe some of them will spark your imagination or make you go, oh, I can do that. That would be great. That'd be easy. Or maybe it might be a little out of your comfort zone, but it might be something that you want to try anyway. So here are those 30 acts of kindness. The first one is to give a sincere compliment. Instead of just thinking, oh, that dress looks good on you, or that was a great golf shot, say it out loud. At first, if you don't give compliments, Others may not be sure you mean them, or you may feel a little rusty, but keep at it. It will start to get easier, and people will start accepting your compliments more naturally. Now, sometimes you'll find people don't know how to accept a compliment because not enough people give them. People tend to make excuses when they get a compliment. Oh, what, this old thing? Or, it wasn't my best work. Or, I could have done better. Or, whatever they might say. But that's a whole other issue. And I generally just say to them stop. Just say thank you. And then they laugh and we move on. The second thing you can do is to pay attention when others do nice things and acknowledge that. You might say, well, that was wonderful of you to do that. Or I'm sure that person was grateful that you did that. Just notice when other people do nice things around you and say, wow, that was really cool. I really appreciated that you did that for that person. They may not know what to say to you, but It'll feel good that you noticed that somebody valued what they did and appreciated it. You can also be grateful out loud if someone does something nice for you. You don't have to keep it in. If somebody does something, you look at them and go, whoa, that was nice. Say it out loud. Don't just think it. If someone opens a door for someone whose hands are full, that's a kindness. If you normally, especially gentlemen, open a door for a lady, I know that's old-fashioned. People go, I can do that for myself. It's a kindness. Give it a rest, ladies. Say thank you. It's okay if they open the door. Now, it's different if you open it first and they begrudge you opening the door. That's just silly for some people. I would think it's just silly. But if you're all dressed to the nines and somebody wants to open the door for you, hey, just say thank you. Or if your hands are full and you're trying to fight it, let them do it. Sometimes if someone wants to carry something for you because your hands are full and you can't quite juggle, that's another nice thing. You might be fine and you might be afraid if you drop, if if they take one thing, you're going to drop everything, but perhaps then they can open their your trunk for you or something because you don't have a hand. You can also take a moment and make eye contact with a random stranger and smile. You can even say hello or have a good day or something. It may be the only interaction someone has that day with another person. So if you can at least smile at them or wave if it's a neighbor or something, it's a nice thing to do. One thing I really appreciate is to have someone really listen to what I say. Give them that kindness, especially when your first response is negative or to ignore or think about other things while they're talking, or maybe roll your eyes because it's somebody that you've heard 20 times. I used to do that to my dad. He'd tell me his stories, and I think most kids do that, but I have to tell you, I don't know any kid later who doesn't go, dang, I wish I'd listened to my dad's stories more. I don't remember them now. Unless it's like one or two that they tell all the time. When you get older, you may not remember. So think about some of those stories and remember them or write them down if you're older and you're going, oh, I remember that about my dad. Maybe your family would want to hear about those things. Some people are older or they live alone and they have no one to to listen to them. They can't talk to anybody except themselves and they really appreciate you doing that. So if you have an older relative or someone you know who wants to chat all the time, it's because they're alone and they don't have anyone to talk to. And they will appreciate you for listening and giving them that time. Another thing you can do is if you're buying a coffee at Starbucks or something, hand an extra $5 to the clerk and say, hey, it's for the next person in line. Hopefully they actually do that for you. Because you can't do things like pay the bridge toll for somebody because nowadays with COVID being coming in and changing all of that, Most places I know now have automatic tolls that go through, and you have you get billed or something, so you can't do that thing. But you can still buy coffee for someone, or say, "Hey, this twenty is for that person over there who's eating. I'm buying their food, and they may not even know you, but it might be something you can do, and you want to randomly do that. I know I've had a coupon for money off at a store that expires, and if I realize I'm not going to use it, and I'm at that store. I'll randomly look around at people standing in line and I'll say, hey, do you have a coupon? And they'll go, oh, no, and I'll say, or yes. And as they say, no, I'll say, would you like this? It's, it's expiring today, but you can certainly use it. It's like 20% off or something. And they'll go, what? Oh, yeah, sure, I'll take that. It's something that you doesn't cost you anything in that instance because you weren't going to use the coupon anyway and it was probably free. Another thing you can do is send a random text or email to a friend or loved one you don't live with out of the blue, telling them how much you appreciate something about them. Or you can take a next step and buy, actually buy a Hallmark card and send it. And it shows appreciation or love or just that you're thinking about them. And it's especially cool nowadays when people don't do it. It's totally unexpected when they randomly get a card in the mail. I think I'm up to number 10 now out of 30. You can buy an unexpected gift for someone just because you think of them when you see it. If you know they collect, I don't know, little elephants or they collect crosses and jewelry. If you see something and you're out, maybe you're on vacation or something and you don't normally give them gifts, you just buy it and say, hey, I was just thinking about you and this is from the Philippines or from Costa Rica or from France or wherever you just went to. It's something you thought of when you were there. And related to that, maybe you want to just buy some flowers for a loved one for no reason other than that you appreciate them. Or maybe to congratulate them on a, a milestone or, or for another reason you normally wouldn't even acknowledge. Something that you go, whoa. Now, if it's a significant other and you never give them flowers, you might want to consider the fact they might think you're guilty of something. Now, that's a whole other issue that is between you and them. So if you don't think they're going to think that way, you can give them balloons that say congratulations if you don't want to do flowers. Whatever it is that makes you feel happy. You can also choose just to say something kind when you see someone's having a bad day. Say something nice, maybe that's when you offer the compliment. Or you say something about anything that you can think of, something nice that comes out of your mouth that makes them go, oh, maybe it'll shift their day. Another thing you can do is when you see that sympathy is needed, listen to that person. Because sometimes, like I said before, people need to talk, but you can tell when someone needs to have sympathy for something that's happening for them. Something fun you can do that costs no money is to leave little love notes around your house for your significant other or praise and kindness for your children. Those things are kind and they make people feel really good. You can also volunteer to help a friend. And now all the next whole numbers of these are all about examples you can use for friends. You can offer to pick up their kids if they're stuck somewhere and can't get there on time. You could offer to bring food if someone is laid up or sick, if they just got out of the hospital, or maybe they have COVID or the flu, you can leave outside the door if you want. Tell them, hey, I'm bringing you soup. Or hey, I'm bringing you this. You need groceries. I'm going grocery shopping. Let me pick something up for you. And if they would say, no, don't bring me anything, and you know it would still be appreciated, maybe you don't have to ask them. You just say, hey, I just left you soup outside your door. I know you're not feeling good. Why don't you go outside and get it? Maybe if they need to take their car in for repair, you offer to pick them up at the car shop if it'll take some hours and maybe bring them back. If they're moving and you're able, offer to help them pack or clean their place or be there on moving day to help them organize or get things moving, depending on if they're loading things up on their own, how old they are. If they're older, they're probably having moving people do it or younger children (laughs) and grandchildren. If they're going away on vacation, offer to take them to the airport or pick up their mail, or maybe you can feed their cat. Those may take a little more time if it's more than just taking them to the airport, but that is so appreciated by people. That's an act of kindness. If you know someone's going to be cleaning out their garage or organizing a room and you're good at that sort of thing, offer to help or keep them company while they're doing it, because maybe that will help them get through something they hate doing, even if you're not good at organizing. Just being there with them might help so they can ask someone's opinion. Well, I'm not sure what to do with this. Do you think I should get rid of it? And then you can just say, I don't know, are you using it? Well, no. When did you use it last? I don't know. Never? Well, get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, maybe you can be the sounding board for them, even if you're not good at going through things and sorting and organizing. You can always offer to run an errand or pick something up for them if you're going out anyway. You can take a friend to lunch. Lots of options for friends and what you can volunteer to do. And speaking about volunteering, number 24, if I'm still on count, I'm not sure, you can volunteer at a senior facility because kindness would be so gratefully appreciated there. You could also volunteer at a charity where being kind adds to your work. And some examples of this are, are working at a hospital around patients, around in a children's ward or a geriatric ward or hospice patients. Working with abused animals where kindness changes their lives, helps them maybe acclimate back to being able to be around people if they were mistreated before so that they can be rehoused and rehomed. Working with people who have been abused or volunteering at a homeless shelter or a food bank, special Olympics, or make a wish. Kindness would add to all of those choices and that would make your day brighter And fill you up as well as filling them up. And as we are talking, let's see, I think there's a few more here. You can talk to your local shelter and see what type of items they need. And whenever you go shopping, pick up a few of the items. Once they add up, you can bring them to the shelter. Now, maybe you see something where it's two for one and you don't need the second thing. So pick up the second one. If you need socks, shelters always seem to need socks. So you buy socks for you and then you buy a second pair or a second set of four or whatever it's coming out, in. maybe it's two for the price of one. Get a few of those. And something easy to do, let someone in front of you in line at a grocery store or other type of store if they only have a few items or maybe they seem really antsy and they're in a hurry. And you say, hey, why don't you just go in front of me? I've actually done that for a man. And he looked at me like, what? Oh, no, that's okay. And I said, well, you only have two or three items. I have a whole cart full. Why don't you go on ahead? And he was like, oh, well, Thanks. (laughs) Because men aren't used to that for women saying that, and some of them won't even do it. They'd rather stand there and talk to you, which is totally fine, than get pushed in front because they feel awkward about it because they're not used to people saying that to them. They're used to offering that if they were raised that way. If you're in a group and someone new shows up, whether it's at a church, a meetup, or some other specific group, take a moment and say something to a new person. Ask about them and make them feel like they're welcomed. That is a true kindness, because feeling unwelcome and like you're a castaway on a brand new shore is something that is awkward for them. And having someone greet them with some kindness and welcome them into the fold makes them feel especially good. Now, here are a couple of larger ones that take effort and are definitely planned, but they are so appreciated generally. I don't know too many people who have said this was horrible. Why did you do this for me? You can plan a celebration of some kind, whether it's a birthday party, an anniversary party. It can be a surprise or known to the person or people involved, depending on how you want to do it. And maybe something you participate in or just, it's just for the other people or person. So maybe you get together a bunch of people to put money together and you're sending your parents off on their anniversary for a cruise or something. And you're not participating, but it's a surprise and you want to give it to them. I know that my sister and I did a surprise 50th anniversary party for my mother and father back in, oh, quite a few years ago now, I guess. It seemed like it's not that long ago. They were shocked. They had a limousine show up to pick them up. We told them to get all dressed up. We were taking them out. My dad was in his suit. My mom was in one of her best dresses. They called and they said, uh, there seems to be a limousine here. They say they're for us, but we don't know what's going on. And we said, oh, no, it's it's your ride. You can get in there. And they went, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's your ride. Go ahead, get in there. So they went ahead and got in. And when they got to the restaurant, we had gotten a separate room. All the people from their lives that could possibly make it were there. There were so many people they hadn't seen in years, and they were shocked. It was really fun. While I was there for that one, my sister and I were there. We were planning it, so we were also running it. So we weren't as free to just enjoy ourselves. But it was so cool to do that for our parents. And another one I did was a romantic 50th birthday for my boyfriend at the time. And I mean, I planned things like the wine train ride up in Napa, a balloon ride, just all sorts of fun stuff for him. And that was expensive, and it was really cool, and it was totally appreciated, and that was a surprise as well. So that one was really fun. This last thing is something that I don't know if you've heard of before. I had never heard of it. I got it from a really, really old cassette tape. It was how to show appreciation and it should kind of do kindness for someone. And what this one is, is that you can do it for a significant other or even a child, if you like. Of course, the uh, number of balloons that you get can depend on like, I did it for his 50th birthday, so I had 50 balloons. But you can do it for a 21st birthday. You can do it for whatever you like, but you would have however many number of balloons you want to buy. And then in each balloon, before you blow it up, you find a little note card or something that's just small. You cut it up as small as you can to get it stuffed into the balloon. Says things about the other person and what you appreciate, what you're grateful for or what you're proud of them for, especially if that's your child. I'm so proud that you, or I'm happy that you, and I did 50 of them and split it up into different categories about emotionally what I loved about him. Uh, but the fact about his being a parent and what I loved about him about that. And then there there was another set of things I did in there as well. What I did is I gave him a, a birthday card and I attached a very fancy straight pin to the birthday card, taped it in, and it guided him to wherever you would hide your balloons. I hid it in a car because we were going there. And it works well because it then holds in the balloons. And of course, these are not helium balloons because they will wander off. They're just balloons you blow up and tie off once you have inserted the information, because you can insert the information with helium balloons unless you buy or rent a helium machine. And then you can't put them in a car because they will wander off on their own up into the clear blue sky when you try and get them out. (laughs) So as you're working your way through all of the balloons, you pop it, you read the note, and then you pop the next one and you read the note. And I got to tell you, you get lots of bonus points from your loved ones for doing this, because they will never forget this. It is something incredible. And that takes not much money, but a lot of planning and some real thought. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is the one that's forgotten the most, and that's self-kindness. It's like self-forgiveness. It's things we don't really work on that much because we only think of it in terms of other people. What we're going to do is look at our word, our thought, and our deed. First, we say or think unkind things about ourselves all the time. And you may not be aware of them because they're so not- obvious or we've lived with it so long, we don't even hear ourselves say things or think things or mumble things under our breath. If we don't live up to our own or others' expectations for us, we may say we're a loser, we're ugly, we're fat, we're dumb or stupid, or so many other things, things we would never allow people to say about us to our face, but we say them about ourselves. And we never say it about other people necessarily, at least not people we love, So why do we do that about ourselves? Can you watch what you think and say and adjust your attitude about yourself? These are habits fueled by limiting beliefs we may have adopted about ourselves. And changing our habits can be difficult if we don't change our limiting beliefs. I have another episode about changing our limiting beliefs. I want to say enough here to know that if you can't change your habits by working at it, there are definitely some limiting beliefs stuck in your subconscious mind you need to work on. You can try for changing your subconscious mind and those limiting beliefs. You can do I am affirmations like those labeled under the joy corner on my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Carol Deshane. You can also try my free guided meditations and visualizations. So they're now in a playlist, I think called Guided Meditations Visualizations or something. They're all free you might be able to start talking to your subconscious that way, to shift whatever it is you need to change. And if you need a specific one, let me know and remark below this episode, and I'll be happy to do another guided meditation specifically on whatever you need on my YouTube channel. And if you give me your information, I can let you know when I put that up there. You can also work more directly On your limiting beliefs by working and talking with a life coach or a therapist if you get stuck and you need help. When we look at how we treat ourselves, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Do I prioritize everyone else first before I take care of me? Do I prioritize everyone else first before I take care of me? Next, what kind of things do I do for myself? What kind of things do I do for myself? Do I think taking care of myself and being kind to myself is selfish? You say it again. Do I think taking care of myself and being kind to myself is selfish? And lastly, can I take the time to be kind to myself? Do I have the time to be kind to myself? You know that old saying, "If mama isn't happy, nobody is happy? Men also say, if my wife isn't happy, nobody's happy. And that's kind of true. If you aren't happy and feeling good about yourself, whatever that takes, you won't be in a good place. You need to find ways to make yourself feel happy and feel good about yourself. You might be cranky or negative or exhausted or complaining or criticizing way more than you normally do when you're not happy. You need to allow yourself the time to do kind things for yourself. And I mean, prioritize you, even if you have to put you time on your calendar, because that may be the only way you remember to do it at first. You might put little reminders here and there, but really at the end of the day, you're going, I don't have time. I'm tired of going to bed. Maybe what you need to do to be kind to yourself is you need to get more sleep. Maybe you need to take a walk. Or listen or dance to your favorite songs when you have 10 minutes. Sing in the car. Maybe you need to take a bubble bath. Maybe you need to read something for fun instead of maybe a textbook or reading for work, unless that is fun for you. Playing with your dog or cat or with your children. Those things might make you feel like you're being kind to yourself and taking time for you. Buying yourself something just for the heck of it. Or Stopping for ice cream when you're all by yourself instead of only when you're around your kids and they ask for it. Some of those things may not fall on your list at all, but you might think, whoa, if I did that thing, that would be really cool. I'd like to do that for myself. It's being kind to yourself. Maybe putting meditation in there is being kind to yourself or exercising or jogging or, like I said, walking or or doing something that gets you moving and off your butt because so many of us are, like me, on your butt most of the time, so you don't get a lot of exercise and movement. Basically saying and thinking nicer things about yourself and doing anything that makes you feel good is a kindness to yourself. What can you do to be kind to yourself? What habits do you need to break? And as I said earlier, sure, kindness is about being nice to people, but it also impacts our anxiety, our worry, and our stress level. If we're not We may think that it costs our time and our attention and maybe our money to be kind to people, and that could be. But if it makes not just the world in general a better place, but our world a better place, isn't it worth thinking about it in a little more detail? Kindness can require a high degree of effort or a minimal degree. It can be planned or spontaneous. It can be for someone you know or a total stranger. There are lots of opportunities for kindness in the world. So let's choose to be a little kinder, be nicer to yourself, speak in a kinder way, and do nice things for yourself. And for the rest of the world, see what needs to be done and see if you can help in some way. Taking a few moments out of your busy life to be kind to someone, to speak a few words of encouragement to someone who needs it, or to write a note, can put a smile on their face, make someone's self-confidence grow, or give their bad day or life an unexpected lift. They may remember you for the rest of their life as the person who gave them a helping hand in word or deed when they needed it. And even if it's only a moment out of your day, it can make a huge difference. You'll make yourself feel better and the entire world will be the better for it, one step at a time as well. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about spiritual or life or business coaching with me or Marconic's Multidimensional Energy, Please check out my website, www.ConnectToJoy.com, just like the name of this podcast, and follow me on Instagram, also at ConnectToJoy. Until next week, be courageous and reach higher. Just take one step at a time on your journey, get the help you need, and get out there and find your joy, because you deserve it. And be kind to yourself, and take the time to be kind to the others you meet in your world. It doesn't have to take as much time or energy as you may think, and you will be the better for
0: it. Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself, because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.